To support this podcast, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. Once again, positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Thank you and enjoy the program. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by pbandjoey.com. Simple, honest, and delicious. Go to pbandjoey.com for more information. $35 or more gets you free shipping. That's pbandjoey.com for more information. pbandjoey.com. Hey everyone, here's a great way to support this website and make money for yourself. This is Robinhood, the app that makes investing easier and offers more ways to make your money work harder. Their goal, investing in financial markets more affordable, more intuitive, and more fun, no matter how much experience you have or don't have. Keep a broker in your back pocket. Everything you need to manage your assets and all available in a single app. Set up customized news and notifications to stay on top of your assets as casually or as relentlessly as you like. Controlling the flow of info is up to you. Have access to stocks, funds, options, cash management, and cryptocurrency. Make unlimited commission-free trades in stocks, funds, and options with Robinhood Financial. The same goes for buying and selling cryptocurrencies with Robinhood Crypto and zero commission fees. Also introducing cash management. Invest, spend, and earn all through your brokerage account. Secure a spot on the waitlist and reserve your card. Here's what I want you to do. Go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate and when you click on the referral banner and securely sign up either using your Android, Apple device, or desktop, you get a share of stock value between $3 and $150 after funding your account. That's all you got to do. You get a free stock, I get a free stock. We all win. Trading terms and conditions still apply. See Robinhood.com for more information. Once again, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate, click on the Robinhood referral banner, and claim your free stock. Robinhood, it's time to do money. You know, it's like you don't care about this company at all. No fucking shit I don't care about this company. Why, you, you, this is just an ATM to me. You think when I was a kid, I dreamed of running a fucking chemical company? No. I dreamed of being on a beach with a model serving me tropical drinks. That's what I dreamed of. That's exactly what's gonna happen as soon as I squeeze every bit of profit out of this fucking company. But first things first, you either fire the fatty or you fire the cripple or I fire all three of you. Decision is yours. You can phone a friend, ask the audience, 50-50. Do the math. One loses the job, a three loses it. Your call. I think I know who you're gonna fire. PositiveSarcasm.com, recorded here at the Spare Parts Studios. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Yes, I'm awake. Sorry, been asleep for about three or four weeks. Don't know what happened. Hi, puppy. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at positive underscore sarcasm. You can find me on Facebook.com slash POS sarcasm. You can find me on TikTok until it gets banned at positive sarcasm. You won't find me at Walmart. You won't find, <laughs> you won't find me on at fucking Whole Foods. Uh, you'll probably find me in hiding. Uh, going forward uh, until fucking who knows what's going on in this world. But then again, I was kind of a loner to begin with, and I didn't like going out to uh, really at all. I'm just trying to be more uh, self-sufficient. I've been working on being really uh, self-sufficient and not needing to go anywhere or really do anything. I like being outdoors anyways, uh, as far as just, you know, hmm. Well, let's see. I've spent the past year... I spent like the past year. I was it was a, it was an interesting thing I, I read about where you spend like six months to a year really just not going out, not doing anything, not having a social life, and you're just in and you're gr- you're indoors and you're grinding and you're just focused on you're studying, you're recording. Uh, I was recording podcasts, making videos and concepts, and really just focusing on what I was trying to do, which was build a build a, a library of videos showing progression of uh, of my work. Recording podcast after podcast with uh, basically no human contact for the most part. Just here, indoors, doing research, reporting what I found, and the interesting concepts that would click together in my head like pieces of a puzzle I didn't even know were supposed to go together. And just clipping it all together with with information that I found. Um, and then I would weigh the the information. This is what this what this podcast tries to do. It tries to find the it tries to find the right information, which is actually kind of hard nowadays because the definition of something or the a statistic has to be broken down to uh, what does this mean, how it's being reported, what is actually true, what state is it being reported in. Um, 
What are the factors behind these statistics? What com- what news organization is reporting it? Uh, what's the agenda? Who's funding the study? These are things that you don't even imagine. You look at a statistic or you look at information or you look at the tax bracket in this town or, or this town and it's like, where's this information coming from? What are the benefits of it? How does it actually hurt? Is it actually accurate? What are we promoting? What's be, what's in store? It's so much information. Everything you do uh, in in life, anywhere you decide to move, anything you decide to invest in, a company you decide to work for, work with, and all these decisions, the, right now it's important to scale back. Right now I would scale back. Unless you're going to go into the, into the stock market, which, yes, was today a very good day, but the market it does move in waves. And because of the uh, unhealthy physical state of America, and that is the one thing I do know for sure, is that this country is 100% unhealthy, very unhealthy, poorly uh, poorly nourished, bad nutrition, bad supplementation, bad physical activity, all of it, all over the 100%, 100% certain of that. That you cannot steer me clear of. You can't steer me on that topic. However, I have to deal with the fact is because I live in such an unhealthy country, I have to avoid these people. The only way to really avoid these people is to not go where these people go. Problem is, is that's everywhere. They, uh, they, they go to a lot of the stores that I shop at. They go to a lot of the uh, malls that I, I would shop at if I was to shop at them, which I very, very rarely do. Um, and the restaurants that I would eat at, if I would eat at restaurants to begin with at all. So I have to weigh what my pl- what are my plans. My always my thing is I would never I would never try to let's see my my plans are I generally don't convey what I'm going to do for my future. I don't talk about my future. I don't talk about when my birthday is. I generally don't talk about my plans. I don't talk about any of that stuff. I just sort of do it and then announce that it's been done and then see what the reaction is because I've always been disappointed when I've made plans. I've always been, like when I make a plan and it's going to be like this and it's going to go like that, it never works out. It just doesn't. I never get excited for anything because I always am pessimistic that it's going to fall apart. This This is the inner workings of my brain we're talking about now. So when I how did I how did I get from point A to point B in the beginning of this podcast? Oh, because going out to restaurants, going out and shopping for malls, or going out and just doing anything, it always requires being around other people, which means you're at the mercy of the of others. And now it's at the point where I because I I don't am I a conformist? I guess sort of. I mean, I dress like everybody. I dress like everybody else. And I kind of toe the line between what my father taught me and what my mother taught me. Two very different people, that's the thing. Completely polar opposites on a ton of shit. I don't know how they managed to stay together. It's a fucking miracle. Um, but now I'm at the point where it's like, okay, what do I need from the outside world? And for the next, I guess, year and a half, two years, depending upon how... I, it could be longer than that, so I don't know. How, when it when the world returns to its to some kind of fucking sanity, if it ever does, what am I going to do in the meantime? I've always said that the best information is that you can give yourself, the best facts you can give to yourself are the values you are brought up on. The best thing you can do is if you if you're not like me, if you haven't entered the podcast world. If you haven't entered uh, a world of where you do a lot of commentary, where you don't give your opinion, then the best thing you can do right now, stay out of it. Completely stay. I would, I would advise you right now, with everything that's going on, if you don't have to, if you don't have to socialize, don't. Like, if you have close friends, keep your close friends. Try not to bring anybody. N- I would not bring anybody new, anybody you have doubts on into your life, don't bring them into your life. Right now, everything is so polarized. You don't know what, if you know, you may have caught a fish, but what are you dragging along with it? So right now, I think every, it's important that you scale back on 
everything you do. And try and if you are not in a world where something like uh like what I do as far as this podcasting stuff or if you're not doing YouTube stuff, right now I would just focus on financially securing yourself. And you can always do that without ever seeing seeing the light of day. You can. You can totally do that by taking surveys online. You can do that by taking a shitload of surveys online, by working from home, by doing uh, project work for other people, investing in the stock market and buying and selling when you can. There's a lot. And, and of course, through maybe through class action lawsuits. or and There's a vast majority of things you can do really without leaving the house. You can order, you don't have, and if, if you're, if you have a value system that, well, maybe not, let's go another route. I'm really trying to map this out in my head properly. You don't have to go to malls anymore. You don't. You really don't. If you want to order, if you really just want to stay out of the world altogether, not get seen by anybody, you can order all your clothes online, find your size, try them all on, and send them back. All, the, all of them are doing that. If you have a, if you go to, if you go work out at a gym or a gym's closed, strongly consider building your own gym at home. If you have an apartment, you grab a certain amount of weights, things of that nature, and you get the essentials of what you need. There's plenty of workout things online. You can work out at home in your backyard. There's plenty of stuff. So cut that financially out of your life if you if you can, which I think you all can. Cooking at home, you don't need to. You never needed to go out to begin with. If you have enough money, you can order a food prep service. There are plenty of those. If you can cook from home, I strongly encourage you to do so. Now, I would require going to the grocery store. Well, that's another thing I'm strongly considering. Is like uh, that's one of the few places I actually step into that that you see people doing things. Okay, well, that's the one thing I have to consider. Um. If I was to go to the grocery store, but they had certain requirements or if it became too long of a wait and I had to weigh facts and values and my presence out in the world, then I would just go get curbside. I would just go curbside. I know I know what I normally shop for uh, and I can just order it online and then that's that. If I have to retreat a little bit from the world, I'm willing to do so in order to protect my value system and the information I truly know to be true. Truly know to be true? Yeah, sure, let's go with that. And that's fine. This, uh, what's cool is w- about what I do is I can scale back a lot of the things I do. There's plenty of information that I can find online or through my own personal experience and through co- new concepts that I introduce all the time. There's a lot that I can be doing Without need, without any assistance or need from the outside world, okay? I don't need a lot of people. I'm not saying I don't need you guys, but I don't need a lot of people, okay? I have a very secure base. I have spent the past year and a half completely by myself, okay? Completely by myself, just focusing on the uh, the event, the my adventures and concepts. And now I'm at the point where it's like, okay, now I have enough information. Now I know what to do and I know how to make uh, money without even leaving the house and get the supplementation that I need and the things that I need without even leaving the house or without even really walking into a store. So how do I fine tune? Now I'm at the point where how do I fine tune my life? You guys have to get to a level where I'm some people... To, I'm at a, I was at a level where a lot of people were, they have to go to the store, they have to do this, they got to go shop for that. Okay, now it's time to, f- now you've accomplished what you've needed to accomplish as far as getting to a certain weight, a f- certain uh, f- uh, amount of money per month, and whatever. Okay, what's the next step? How do you fine-tune your life? It's always about fine-tuning your life. This podcast is about how I fine-tune my opinion based on my values and the facts that I know. But this is the rawest, rawest, most stupidest form of me that you'll really see. Because I'm not a, I'm not a big person when it comes to being reckless. Uh, but when it comes to my thought process, I let it all fly. I let it all fly. I let it all hang out. Because I truly feel that I have the best of intentions But if when it comes to helping people. But if people just, ref- it's not what they don't want to be helped. They just refuse 
to be helped. Refuse to be given the proper information for building a proper, a, a basic guideline for being healthy and and positive and uh and uh what do you just you know building a better version of themselves. There are a lot of people that just don't want to do it or they're too fucking lazy, and you have to be like, look, I can't. You, I'm not a savior. I'm not a savior to these people. So. Focus on building your own shit. People spend the reason a lot of people don't succeed in life is they they're too busy helping others. It's a scary thought. People don't take care of themselves because they're too busy taking care of other people. I get it. There is a, I get that there may be a certain lack of of empathy or or uh, being charitable to others. I get that there there should be a certain amount of that. There is all that can also be misused, can be abused, it can be used against you. My best advice to you is if you want to be better for the world, you take care of yourself. Above all else, you take care of yourself, you take you build a better version of yourself, and that will make the world so much better. That's I've always been by that guideline. I cannot help the world if I can't help myself. So, by showing you guys that it's easy to that it's not easy, excuse me. It's possible to do very possible and very low and without a large budget, very easy to very easy. Very capable of producing and editing and uploading a video format of a podcast, an audio format, doing it all yourself for very little money. Um, health and wellness. That's another thing, too, that I, I'm showing you. It's capable of taking, you can take care of it yourself. It requires all this th- uh, financially, same thing. It's re- it's very, you're very capable of doing a lot of things yourself. You just, at, to day after day, fine tune the things that you're doing. If I wake up 20 minutes earlier, I can do this. If I, you know, if I go to bed at this hour, I can do that. If I spend one hour doing this, great. If I spend less time watching these shows, I can do this. Great. Why watch somebody else's work when you can create your own? And maybe learning how to multitask somewhat while watching this podcast and learning about, you know, sleeping patterns, you could be doing this work or this project or something like that. So, okay, now I'm at, now I've I've laid the groundwork for my thoughts. I but this is not th- those are my plans. My plans are from day to day. I'm gonna do this today. I'm gonna focus on this today. Tomorrow will build itself based on today's efforts. So what am I building towards? I have a dream. I do have a, like a a goal of mine, and it's been delayed for far too long. But it seems, it finally seems possible at this point. It feels like something I can actually achieve. Now that I've ignored all, all vast majority of the bullshit, because at the end of the day, it's all bullshit. But you have to understand, people, I know that there's a lot of bullshit out there, but you also have to understand that people, since the beginning have time, beginning of time, have bought into bullshit. They've bought into politics, they've bought into religion, they've bought into bad science, they've bought into bad education, bad hygiene. They've bought into it. They've bought into that shit. So you have to understand that you are surrounded by stupid and ignorant on a daily basis. And as long as you're not hurting, knowingly hurting other people, continue on with your day. As long as you're always presenting yourself in the best light. So... My goal has always been, and you've seen it if you've watched any of my freaking videos or whatever, I've always had an, uh, a love for the ocean. Always. I've, uh, I almost, when I uh, went to San Francisco uh, a few years back, uh, I didn't want to leave. I almost didn't leave. I cried on the way to uh, the airport. That's a long drive. That's like 45 minutes from the, from the red light district of San Fran to the actual airport. It's the coolest flight ever. You when you land, it's on the water, and right before you think you're gonna, you know, crash in the ocean, the airline, the the runway shows up, and then there you are, you're done. So it was super cool. But you know, San Fran's a dump now. I would never think of moving there in a hundred thousand years. Um, but when that kingdom collapses, maybe a new one will will emerge. You know, when will Detroit be uh, a haven for low income for you know for affordability and you know awesome whatever when will it be like a place where dude detroit's the shit now you know so 
but I'm not, but I'm not, first of all, I'm not moving to San Francisco. I'm definitely not moving to Detroit. But how far do I need to go to get to where I want to be? And I've always had a love for the ocean. I have a love for Palm Beach. I have a, a I have a, and I have a, an enjoyability of, of, you know, South Carolina's air, uh, coastal area, but I wouldn't move there. And I wouldn't move to Palm Beach because it'll probably be underwater in fucking 20 years. But I do love Palm Beach and I do love vacationing there. Absolutely. But for me, I've always enjoyed, I've, I've always been able to handle the winters in, the, you know, New England. And there's just, I've always ha- enjoyed just going, being able to wake up and smell the ocean. You know, near like Rye and Portsmouth and, and just being in that little spot. That, that little sweet spot is where I could be like, all right, this is where I want to be and I still have I still have access to everything that I previously had, you know, plus or minus 20, 30 minutes, you know, plus, you know, a minus, minus 20 minutes. I can be, you know, minus 20, minus 20 minutes. I can be anywhere I want on the coastline. Perfect. Uh, plus 20 minutes. If I wanted to get back to, to, you know, where I currently am, where the spare part studio currently is. So that's the thought. Now, these are thoughts I had since 2010, I'd say. 2010, 2011, when I first came to the realization that I, that would be where I, that's where I would want to be. Well, how am I going to get there? So it's now 10 years later. Is that going to happen? And I think despite all my pet pessimism about talking about what are you guys going to do this weekend? Oh, we're going to, that's the thing is I'm, I'm like that. What are you guys going to do this weekend? We're going to do this, this, and this. And then what? It fucking downpours. Plans are ruined. You're disappointed. And then everybody who told that you were going to do this thing, they're like, oh, well, you're a fucking loser. You're no fun. So you don't tell people. You don't tell people at all. You just, you keep everything really close and tight knit. And then after the fact, you're like, because the experience is only for you and not for other people. But if you're going to post it on the internet or whatever, you know, Facebook doesn't matter. You're going to make like a beautiful YouTube video or something like that about the Isle of Shoals like I did. I didn't tell anybody I was going. I just went and did it because it was a goal of mine to always experience it and fly a drone there and just it was awesome. And I did it. And I would do it again. So... My dream has always been to get to the ocean. Well, how the fuck am I going to get there? Well, first of all, you got to have money. If you're going to live near the ocean, you have to have cash. Um, you have to have... And then now that I'm dragging along a studio, an entire office environment, with a spare part studio and a podcast and all this gear... That requires a certain amount of space, which requires a certain location, which requires a certain uh, amount of money. Is it possible? Could I ever do it? Well, as a person who never really talks about their plans, I'd say now it's more of a possibility. And I would say that the possibility... At the in the in the fourth quarter of 2021, the positive sarcasm spare part studio will be moving. That is, it's not a scary thing to say. It's not a sad thing to say at all. It's just that I'm going to be able to take everything here and just. Put it in another spot. Keep everything. I'm not shutting anything down. I'm not contracting. I'm not, you know, tightening up. I'm just, I don't need anything any, here anymore. Nothing. There's nothing that this city can offer me. Nothing. It's restaurants. I don't need them. It's people. I don't need them. I have some friends here, but if I, I can see them whenever I want. My dog, my dog's always with me. 
you know, my my close family, they're not far away. Relationships, okay, that's in check. That's check. That's all set. Can I take all that with me? Yes, I can. Can I put it somewhere where I'm not compromising the integrity of the company, of positive sarcasm? Yes, I can. Sufficiently and happily. Statistics prove, real statistics prove that if you live by the ocean, you're a healthier person, unless you're drinking the water. So, that being said, it may be a strong possibility that by, I'd say, August or September of next year, the studio could be in, in by the ocean. What's, what part of it? I don't know yet. But we'll see. And I'll keep you guys up to date when I know more information. And if I have to take like a week off or two weeks off from the podcast or something to finalize everything and set up the studio again, I'll, I'll let you know. But I'm actually telling you something that I'm planning on doing within the next year. That's very far away. And for me, it's very... uh scary to let you in on a plan that I have in t in place to do. But I'll, you know, it's not like I'm disappearing, I'm moving away and starting anew. It's I'm taking everything with me and literally just adding 20, 30 minutes. That's it. So that's my thought. And it took 10 years. It took 10 years and a lot of pain and a lot of effort and a lot of self-isolation. You guys think quarantining for two weeks is difficult. Try fucking doing it for, uh, you know, a couple years. Really not talking to people. Getting all new friends. Get it in and just all you have is the, you know, some leftover computers and that's about it. You know, and some, and some untapped skills. So... I'm saying, like, this is now a possibility. It takes a long time. There's no instant gratification. None. There, it, it took a long time to get to just the possibility of this happening. So you have to financially put yourself in a position to make it happen. Con contract everything that you've been doing, anything that you're that you, if you want to spend the next five years working on something, like if you want something, you're going to have to spend five years to get to a certain baseline. And then, and then another five years on top of that, flipping it into something that is, you know, out there and it's a thing. You want to buy into a, a stock. You've got to, it's, there are some that you can flip in a couple of days, but a hundred bucks is only going to take you so far. You've got to spend years on, on a lot of stock investment, whether it's through dividend payouts or just buying a large sum and seeing how you can flip it. And it takes a, it's, it's exhausting. It's exhausting just putting this fucking podcast together. I stopped the live streams. I started doing recording. And I found that instead of doing live streams, but doing the pre-recording, I'm able to give you better audio quality online. So perfect, but it takes longer. It takes longer to upload. It takes longer to do. It takes an extra hour. But to deliver better quality, that's what it costs me. Making all the videos that I've had, it takes me longer to research vi uh, research audio, sound effects. And it and I have to I mean, Sunday I, yeah, I got home at two. I had to get up at fucking 5.30 so that I could go visit a little spot in the middle of nowhere up north to get a shot for 45 minutes. I'm And I was tired as fuck. But because I got the shot, I was able to finish the project today and have it ready. It's only four minutes, but it was for a little project that had no footage. No footage, nothing that was even of of you. It was all shit footage. But I was able, because I made that extra effort and took a little more time and made a whole day trip out of it to get that video. That will make a certain amount of people 
very, very happy and very thankful that I made the effort to make this happen. So the, it took 10 years, but now the possibility is, is arising that I could do this. I can actually achieve a dream of mine. I've never achieved any dreams of mine. Never. I've never achieved a fucking single dream in my life. College was a waste of fucking time. I've never been fucking married. Uh, I've never um, really had a... Let's see. I mean, positive sarcasm is not a dream of mine. It's a life project. It's a life project. So, And in a life project, you have to show a lot of the ups and downs. But now it's like... And then physically, like... Uh, it's uh, another dream of mine is to win one more uh, competitive fitness trophy. Just win one more. But that may have to wait. And I can do it anytime I want. But that also takes a lot of effort. That takes months to perfect that body for that shit. And it costs money to get down there and do the whole show and anything like that. But now it's like I'm letting you in on a dream that has that one of my one of my ultimate dreams is finally possibly going to come true. And if I get to the ocean, I might be at peace. Because that's all I've ever wanted to do is just, that's all I've ever wanted to do was be on my own. Like just, because at the ocean, it's like, all right, you've made it. There's nowhere else to go. You don't have to go any far. I mean, other than going over the ocean to another country, but that's different. The idea of getting by the ocean, you're at peace, you hear the waves, You've made it. You've done it. Congratulations. So you can be at peace and be focused. Here in the here in the cities and in the large suburbs, it's just not the same. And the people are different. And it's just a different vibe. And it's not for me. And as I watch cities uh, kind of crumble right now under the weight of taxes or just people interacting with each other in general it's like now it's time for me to now that i know what i know it's time for me to exit the area not too far it doesn't take doesn't take long to you know it doesn't you don't you don't have to go far to get to where you need to go it just takes a lot of effort to get there so me leaving the area is going to be a good thing for me and for everybody else um but the podcast will go on. The videos will continue. I'm dropping another one tonight, if not tomorrow morning. And then I've got two more I'm working on. And there's going to be a wedding video, obviously, in, in early September. So there's more stuff coming. So it's finally, you know, you know, cool. Um, I'm just concerned about my dream is finally coming true. It's possibly, possibly. It took 10 years. My question to you guys is, what are your dreams? And when do you plan on getting after it? And do you understand how much effort it takes to get those dreams? And sometimes it's a small stroke of luck that allows your dream to become a possibility where it was. It took you five, ten years to get that dream or to be in the area of that dream. It takes only one more big break, little break or big break to make that dream right in your, in your crosshairs. And do you have the opportunity and the timing and the intelligence to take advantage of it? And if you can, there's nothing like being able to... Yeah, the journey's great, but it, your journey is eventually... There is a destination. You do want to go somewhere. So pick something. You know, forget about the politics. Forget about the... Um, the, the 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 pandemic or whatever the fuck you have you have so much potential just as an individual uh, based on your values and based on your own hard work you can do you can do so you can do so much you may not necessarily be able to do what you truly wanted but there's a lot that you can there's that it always spins off into something else you know and and sometimes your dreams fluctuate like I love doing YouTube videos, but that kind of took a break. Well, I love doing podcasting, but that took a break. And then posing music turned on, and then that took a break. And then uh, YouTube stuff, the making videos, 
And then that took a little break, kind of petered out in the corner for a little bit. And then the podcasting picked up and, you know, all the, I'm, I'm available everywhere now. Great. And then finally, once I got into a thing where I was comfortable doing two, you know, two podcasts a week, I was able to start doing videos again and just building and building and building. But it takes a lot of time and a lot of effort, all while balancing health and wellness and social life, what little social life I have. But just going out there and creating an example, building. Don't worry about what the fuck else everybody else is doing. Like I said, I've talked very little about the plans I'm going to do. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. and I'm going to do this. No, I didn't tell anybody I was going to invest in the stock market. I didn't tell anybody that I was going to do. Um, I was going to do a podcast. The YouTube video I made. The YouTube stuff I made very little announcement about. I just said, "Hey, there's a YouTube video. There's a YouTube uh, thing coming," uh, and that was it. And just poof, that was it. I was off and running. I just started doing it, um, and it was dog shit in the beginning because it is when you have no clue what the fuck you're doing in the beginning. Yeah, it's going to suck. Do you want everybody to tune in when you first suck? No, I don't think you do. Uh, you want a, a small audience when you get good. You want a small audience when you suck and a bigger audience when you get better. It's an accumulation of things. And the podcast is the, it's the bare, it's the bare knuckle raw form of me explaining my thoughts and my concepts and the random feelings that are in my head to you folks. So you're going to understand that there's a lot of fucking crazy thoughts that go through your head on a day-to-day basis on a moment-to-moment basis where you're trying to understand what do you want to do or what are your thoughts at this time and why is why am I thinking like this now did I get enough sleep did I eat right and it's like well this is the struggle of your daily brain to get to where you ultimately want to go but where do you want to go and how much work are you willing to put into something to get that so I'm just trying to figure all this shit out while this whole world is apparently on fucking fire and when is somebody else going to put that? And when is somebody going to put out the flames? Is it your job to put out the flames? So I'm just I'm and I try to avoid these huge hot button topics. And the moment I think I see something where it's too political, I I pull back. When it's too sports related, I pull back. When it's too religion based, I pull back because that's the that's the one of the mottos of the podcast: no religion, no sports, no politics. Because they're too divisive, they're too divisive and too wasteful of topics. Sports is bullshit because the fucking sports people are because, uh, you know, athletes are are fucking the ultimate hypocrites. Politics is crazy because that that's that's tied in with religion. That's tied in with so much just dirty money. It's in control and death, and it doesn't help you get to where you need to go. It's up to you, regardless of where you live. It's up to you. I, I I, don't care how oppressed you think you are, how hard you think life is. If you have some type of foundation that you can build off of, any, any type of foundation, well, he who has a why can bear any how. I mean, there was a, uh, I had a neighbor who was chopping up they decided they were going to build, uh, uh, what do you call it, just like a new walkway because their walkway had cracked over time and the city wasn't going to do anything about it. So they're like, fuck it. So it's just broken concrete. So, all right, so a bunch of broken concrete and now there's a big pile of broken concrete. Well, I had been wanting for the, long, for the longest time because we would. the plan is to still keep this whole house. This is a huge house. Keep it within the properties. And I was like, hmm, I've been wanting for the longest time to put crushed rock on the lawn and, you know, add decoration to make the place look really good. Well, I'm looking, I'm like, huh, well, I don't have crushed rock, but there's a huge 8 to 12 wheelbarrows full of broken street concrete. And I'm thinking to myself, that would make a really cool rock wall. But how would I do it? Would I lay it down to create like a, a, a subtle or would I raise it up? Well, you could do either or, and I can change it at a moment's notice. But did I require any tools? No. I just required an imagination and a plan that I had originally to do that. I just switched out crushed crushed rock for broken concrete. 
And I'm like, that's a cool staggered look. It looks like shark's teeth. Let me try that. So I just, I had a pair of gloves and, you know, I've already got the muscle. So I got the hands. Let's just fucking do it. So I just didn't have a wheelbarrow. Who cares? Got up early, finished whatever I was doing and started moving rocks. And how many rocks did I move? Eight, solid 8 to 12 wheelbarrows full. I mean, a shitload of, of, of concrete. And I built these dividers between the, the mulch and the green all along the entire house and in the backyard. And every tree and fire pits and walkways, all of them have now have all solid separators. And all it took was just that. A pair of gloves, some freaking gr- some some muscle and an imagination and I made it work. Because there was a small foundation where I could I could see an idea and the idea grew and I tried it and it worked. And it's super cool and I have more along the way because I actually in, in the and I also did something somebody else a favor by removing all this concrete from their property and using it on mine. So I did them a favor. When the, and by doing them a favor, I got what I wanted. Kind of in a way. So by putting in that effort, you get satisfaction from that. From that struggle of the idea and then the struggle of making that idea happen to the final product or the or a draft of the final product, you get a lot of satisfaction out of seeing this shit take form. And as I pull back from society somewhat, you know, maybe you won't see me out in public as much because I've done what I, I've needed to do as far as, uh, you know, going out there and seeing what's what in the world. You know, I, I prefer being outside as far as like, if I was to eat at a restaurant, I'd rather sit on the patio. If I was... At the ocean, I would prefer a more private setting. You know, I don't have to be on the public avenue. I can just be like a house or something, you know, and that is where I'm at right now. I don't need to, if you want to go somewhere now, it's more of along the lines of you see other, you're out there to see other people and to have status. And I don't need that anymore. I've gotten the validation that I needed, that I've needed from the work that I've done, whether it's through my customers, you know, the the clients that I've worked with, the nonprofits that I've worked with. I've seen the work that I can do, and I can finally say that I think I've done somewhat of somewhat enough to now I don't have to go out and prove myself as much. I will continue to prove myself in other ways, but I will instead of pushing my way through I built my own road. I've built my own road and I don't need to fucking answer to really anyone anymore. Now, you as having a podcast can have consequences. Having thoughts, having thoughts come out of your face and having some people hear them can have consequences. But that's the risk I took starting this almost two years ago, restarting this almost two years ago. And I'm okay with that. This 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 is a thing now. This is part of the of the thing that I do of of the life project. I have a podcast. I have YouTube channels, which if YouTube turns into something else and my videos have to go somewhere else, so be it. I've learned to adapt. Uh, I've learned how to use technology to its potential at its cheapest. You know, Firefox pissed me off this week because of its uh, of its Get Pocket app where it tells you what you should be doing. Essentially, it's like subtly promoting that, you know, you need to, you should read this stuff. And it's like, fuck off. I don't have time for Firefox anymore. It's privacy settings are questionable at best right now. Same thing with Chrome. So I've ditched Chrome. I ditched Chrome for Firefox. And now I've ditched Firefox for Brave. Uh, So I will continue to do that. I will continue to fine tune my technology in order to protect the assets that I hold for myself and for other people. Because I have uh, fucking terabytes of data, my data and other people's data that I need to keep secure. 
So I can't have shitty fucking programs like Firefox running on all of my computers. So they're all gone. And I switched them over to Brave. So I'm going to continue to fine-tune all this stuff. But I just wanted you guys to know that there's, there's so much more to this world than just going out there and getting fucking status. I have what I have. I, I have, you know, I've got the coolest dog in the freaking world. I've got the I've got the fucking convertible that I've I didn't realize I've always wanted, but I've always wanted, and I can still do project work with it and modify it in such a way. I have it. I have my life's car. I have an idea of my. I have well, I mean, dogs only last like twelve years, but you know, I have my life's dog. I, I have a blueprint for the dogs that I've always wanted, and I get them. You know. The body uh, that I've always wanted for the most part. I mean, your body's a life, lifetime project, but, you know, I'm not in a position where I'm unhealthy at all. At all. I'm very confident in my ability to uh, be durable, resilient, strong at a moment's notice, fast. You know, if I need to run from the Germans again, I can do that. If I can run from the communists again, I can do that. So... I've 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 done enough. I've done enough and it's finally time to reward myself with the ultimate dream of mine, hopefully, by moving to the seacoast. That'd be so fucking sweet. Just think about it. Just close your eyes and just imagine the rolling waves where you want where you most want to be. Is it by the a, a little lake or a little pond and you can just hear like, you know, the the crickets, you know, and all that shit, and you're just, it's quiet out, or do you want to hear the rolling waves at night, you know, as you go to bed, or when you wake up in the morning, and you have coffee, you know, I get, there are some people, that love the, they love the sound of the hustle and bustle of the streets, of like New York City, or whatever, but, I don't, that's not necessarily for me, maybe it never was, I thought it was one point in my, in my life, but I'm not sure if it is now, I'm not sure if it is, but I know for certain that I've always loved the ocean. I love the movement of New York City, but that's a challenge in itself. It is. You know, you there and you have an objective, but I've always loved the ocean, and now it's like, is that actually going to happen? And moving the studio won't, it won't be hard. Everything else will be a little difficult to move, but this studio is no problem. That, that's nothing. That can be set up. The technology can be set up within one hour. The furniture can be, can be set up within another hour. So I really wanted to hone in. Like I've been tired. You guys have told, you guys can tell I've, I've, I've been scatterbrained. I'm always scatterbrained, but I've been fucking tired or exhausted or not motivated or not seemingly motivated and frustrated by this whole COVID thing. And just frustrated by a lot of shit in general. And I continue to press the point every fucking week. If people would just stop being so fucking lazy and stupid, they could achieve their dreams. And nothing could get in their... Not real, not a lot. Not a lot could get in their way. It's fascinating. And I, I think above that a lot. And I look down upon what people are complaining about or what they're afraid of. And it's like, you could solve so many of your problems if you would just do this, this, and this. If you would just do that, you would be so much better off. It's fucking nuts. Like, I got to finish this podcast, edit it, upload it, then edit the video portion of it, upload that, and then get that other video up on YouTube for that release, and then make sure all the other shit is taken care of as well. So I have all that to concern myself with. But will I get it done? Yeah, I will. I know I will. I have faith in that. So understand this. If you would just listen to me, you could achieve your dreams. You know, and take advantage of the opportunities that are given to you. You know, there's this guy, El Colombiano. He's a, I met him once, uh, it was, which it was like week 95, I think it was, Winners and Snoozers. And his name is, is El Colombiano Coffee. He's a good dude. Um, I think his name's Albert. And 
he started a coffee company. He went down to Columbia and research, you know, he, he, he got in contact with the farms down there and started a, uh, you know, started a coffee company. And I just, when I first met him, we literally talked for 45 minutes just about coffee and his love for coffee and things like that. And COVID hurt him because he opened up, he eventually did open up a store, but um, he, he, well, let me read his freaking thing on Instagram. So I say, it, who was this? It's a repost. It's a repost by 177 Milk Street. So I quote, I say in every cup of coffee is a story, says Javier uh, Amador Pena, a former graphic designer who owns El Colombiano Coffee in Boston. Yeah, Javier, this is the guy I met. I got to buy some of this coffee. He sources his beans from small farms in the north of his native Colombia, including several run by his single by single mothers. Quote, I try to tell people the story about not only the beans, but whatever is behind those beans. I started with nothing, going to, sh going to shows and farmer's markets and fairs. That's where I met him. And people started noticing my coffee. So here I am four years later. Only weeks before the coronavirus hit, he partnered with fellow farmer farmers market regulars La La Lavender B Baking Company, who bakes nut-free pastries and Light of Day Records, a vintage record pop-up to open a cafe uh, at Monumento Market. The vibe of the space is really nice, uh, like where everyone knows your name. We're not going, we're not cheers, but someone that comes in every day to get the coffee. We get to know you. We're seeing the progress. This week was better than the week before, and that one was better than the week before. By August, we, we should be operating full-time. Javier Amador, Amador Pena, El Colombino Coffee. So, I mean, he's, that's a struggle. This is a guy who came from shit, dirt, poor, and now he's got his dream. He really loved something. And I could tell when talking to him, he absolutely loved it. We shared uh, a common interest in our love for coffee. You know what's funny? He didn't even have any fucking coffee when I met him. None. No coffee. He, it was all sold out. So what did he do? He gave me a bag. He gave me a bag of beans for free. Now, it wasn't, the, it wasn't my favorite coffee because it was really light. And I was trying to do a pour over. And I think next time I'm going to do it through the freaking French press like a freaking, like a right, like I should do it. But the fragrance of the of the coffee was the best ever, ever. Better than any coffee I've ever had. El Colombiano had the best fragrance. It was insane how fresh from the ground it smelled. So I'm going to order a bag. Uh, I've been saying that for fucking like a year and a half now. But I really, you know, I, I wish him all the best. Um, it's once again, it's El Colombiano coffee. So... He worked hard, he did it, and hopefully his business, which is in fucking Boston, hopefully perseveres. So there's that. Um, no fucking excuses. And he doesn't have any, I don't have any, nor should you. You know, There's plenty of opportunities out there for you guys to achieve what you want to do, and he's a perfect example. He's not even from this country, you know? Stock market today. If you were somebody who was paying attention to the stock market, today the market in certain certain sectors went ape shit. Went absolute ape shit. I'm looking at some of it right now. What are you guys complaining about? If you took a little nest egg or something like that, if you got fired from your job and you're just sitting with a 401k check for like two grand, you could have made another 7% on top of that 401k. And you'd have at least rent or something. I don't know. Fucking figure it out. There's so much at your, there's so much possibility at your fingertips that you can do. And I, man, man, I just look at people with, I look at people with disappointment. I really do. I just sit there and study people, and I go, you could do so much more, if only you had just a little foundation and a fucking kick in the ass. So, I think uh, we're gonna skip freaking Q and A and all the other all the other articles. If I was if I was to leave you with one thing, if you were to say move somewhere, or if if you were to 
you know, build, have your, get your own apartment or your own place or whatever. The, what's the first thing you should buy? The first thing you should buy or find is a coffee table because that's where the conversation starts. doesn't start at the dinner table. doesn't start at a bar. It starts at the coffee table. That's, that's the first date. That's your first date with life, coffee table. So if you're going to have a coffee table, make sure it's a nice coffee table, not a glass top. Not a glass top. My best advice, something a darker, more natural looking wood with a long base. Maybe some, uh, if they, I, my, my dad, when he made coffee tables, he always made sure that there was ottoman inserts so you could put your feet up. Super cool. And then you have the coffee table in the middle and the ottomans are on each side. It was awesome. Uh, mine is an old beat up uh coffee table that I found in an alleyway when I was living with Zach. I took that thing. It was strong. It was stiff and it's long, but you can put your feet on it too. Cause I think that's kind of, that's a cool thing about having a coffee table is being able to put your feet up. I, it's, it's, it's the first thing, you know, in the morning you're just chilling out, but I just re I didn't even sand it down. I just, I could resand it if I wanted it to. But I just I just cleaned it up. I put another I put a stain on it. I put another natural wood stain on it to maybe darken it a little bit. And that's the first thing you should have in your place. Not a TV, just a, a coffee table. Start there. I think that's the basics of everyone uh, of the ba the base of where everybody should start. Coffee table, whether it's tea, you know, a little bit of dinner, have a nice coffee table, and that's where the rest of you know everything stretches from. You have to have a coffee table. You gotta. That's your first date with life. You can find me on Instagram at positive underscore sarcasm. You can uh, find me on Facebook.com slash POS sarcasm. TikTok for now until it gets banned. Uh, YouTube, positive sarcasm and positive sarcasm podcast. Stay tuned for drops on both those channels uh, in the coming days and in the coming weeks iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, TuneIn, Podcast Addicts. Uh, pretty much anywhere where podcasts are available. I appreciate you guys listening, watching, and subscribing. I will talk to you all on Sunday. Recorded here from the Spare Parts Studio. Hopefully moving to the Seacoast soon. This has been a Positive Sarcasm presentation. <laughs>
podcast, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. Once again, positivesarcasm.com slash donate.